Hello and welcome to My Ignorant Wife NFL edition. How how did we get here again? We're back. <laughs> My. Wait a minute. The NFL isn't having any games right now what is going on happening i'll tell you what's going on it's the nfl draft oh my gosh oh my gosh there's a lot of the most exciting day besides the super bowl (laughs) on the nfl calendar really what about the first game of the season nah not as much no playoffs no 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 day or days have more impact on a team's success than the draft whether it's good or bad really that's, well, that's a, that carries a lot of weight. Draft day. Is that what it's known? D-Day? Draft days. But yes. Draft day. Okay. Yep. There are multiple days, but they don't say that. I got that. But <laughs> before we get into this, obviously, mm-hmm. I spent a good portion of the last season in the NFL educating you. Yes. Trying to get yes. you learned about the great game <laughs> of American football. So mm-hmm. I'll ask you this first. Okay, yes. What do you know about the draft? Well, I know that it goes over more than one day. <laughs> you may have just shed some light on that. Um, all right, let's just break it down. The draft is the uh, convention where the teams pick convention. players I like that. <laughs> that have come up through the colleges or universities. Mm, very good. Yeah. Um And the team that was on the bottom of the leaderboard Mm -hmm. the previous year gets to go first. And then it's sort of flipped so the winners go last. Yes. Well done. That's a pretty solid explanation of the draft. Got it. You've done your homework a little bit. Or you've listened to me talk about it all the time. (laughs) Maybe it's that too. But Yeah. How does it go for days? That's my question. Well, I'll get into that shortly. But... (laughs) You're really good, spot on. So yes. it is the players, the best players from the college system for the most part that go into the draft. There are a few um, players that, and I'll talk about the criteria in a bit, that don't necessarily go to U.S. universities or oh, colleges. Okay. So, oh, so they can be poached from like international... They can be, and there is right. a very strong push towards that happening in the NFL right now, yeah. including one of the best... NFL players in the in the whole league right now. Yeah, yeah. Um he's actually on the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um and we'll talk a little about about him down the track and why the NFL drafts eligibility is a little bit different. But wow. you're right. It is the best players from college trying to make their way into the pros and the worst team usually has the first pick and it goes in descending order based on how well you did. Which now, were my seed picks for last year. Bears they just happened to be. And my boys, Texas. Yeah. So, <laughs> look, hey, you did a great job in picking the top two draft picks. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Unfortunately, oh, we that's well. That's what we were aiming for last year. <laughs> we well know, though, unfortunately for your boys. Coach Lovey had a parting gift for them before he was fired, which was for them to win their last game of the season, which meant they forfeited the number one overall selection to the Chicago Bears. Oh, bless you, Lovey. Kind of a huge deal, actually. I'm not even just saying that. It was a big deal. Was it his way of flipping the bird? I think it was. And I think it was also his former 
team that yeah. he brought to the Super Bowl, the Chicago Bears, that benefited. So maybe there was a bit of back scratching there. Yeah, true. Look, no yeah. NFL team wants to lose, but his owner would have been like, just don't lose this last one. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. I mean, don't win this last just, one. Sorry. This is the lo- the and only one that I'm allowing you to go out there and lose. <laughs> and that's been a big deal. It's actually a huge story yeah. in the upcoming in this upcoming draft. And we're going to talk about this towards the end of the podcast because that's probably how we'll finish off. I'll give you a, mm-hmm. I'll give you a bit of a rundown. What is the NFL draft in a bit more depth, some history, got a couple of games here. And also we'll talk about mm-hmm. your boys, the of Houston course, Texans. Leaving a warm, fuzzy feeling of my Texan bulls. <laughs> sure. Warm and fuzzy. We'll say that. But, you know, without further ado, let's talk a little bit about the draft and why the draft is the way that the vast majority of players find their way into the pros. Okay, shoot. One of the big criticisms of the draft is that players do not have a choice in who they go to. So if you are picked by a team, that team has exclusive rights to you. Right. And no other team can sign that player until they trade the rights so they can give the rights away to someone else for something. Yeah. Or if that player refuses to sign, they can wait until that contract that they would be eligible for like to, um, I guess not exist anymore. So that's a standard four year. Whoa. So if you decide you really don't want to play for a team, you may have yeah. to wait four years before you can play for any other team. And has this happened? Like have not exactly been like, you know what? I know I'm this good. I'm going to yes. hold off four years. Yeah. Was like, it only happens with the best players. So what's happened previously um, on a couple of occasions, most famously, a guy called John Elway. He's one of the most famous quarterbacks that ever played. Right. Um, he was meant to be drafted by, I don't remember which team it was originally, but he refused. He said if he was drafted by the team, he would not play for that team. Really? And they traded his rights to the Broncos. So yeah. that happened. Eli Manning, another player, he yeah. was drafted by the Chargers, and he said, I'm not going to play for you. So they It sounds tra- like a bit of a tanty that they're it throwing. Is. It like, is, but honestly, only the best players can do be it. Grateful. Yeah, if you know yeah. you have that much talent, you can do it. But That's just, right. you should also just be grateful that somebody wants you that bad. Well, yes, except think about this. Imagine you were yeah. Trevor Lawrence, okay. plays for the Jaguars who have been a putrid team for a long time. This year, they made the playoffs. They played really well. But last year, he gets drafted first overall. He was pretty much since he set foot on a football field, everyone's like, that guy's going to be the first pick in the draft. Since he was like 12. He's that good. Yeah, He gets picked by the Jaguars a few years ago in the worst situation possible. The coach was a joke. The team was a joke. And he looked... Bad. People were worried he was never going to recover from that first season because it was such a bad season. Yeah, he's amazing, but you can't overcome a How terrible do you come team. Come back from something like that. He did, thank goodness. They turned things around. But yeah, you say that, and that's one of the shames, I guess, is that a yeah. lot of these players, especially the quarterbacks, if they get picked early, yeah, and they have a bad team, they usually don't develop and they can't really show their stuff. Almost a sign of wasted talent. Yeah. Like they know they have the potential. People know they have the potential, but yeah. one man can't carry a no. team. No, nope. right. not in yeah. this sport. No. Nope. Yeah. So that is the thing. Now there's the competitive balance side of things where they say, yes, the worst team should have the higher picks because they need a chance to get back into oh. it. And that's fair. But the I have heard a lot of people say the draft is an outdated form of getting players because they don't have any choice. Like they literally have yeah. played three or four years or two years in college um, they're starting to get paid in college now, which is a change. Yeah. But 
this is their first opportunity to earn themselves a paycheck, a big time paycheck. Yeah. And make it to the big leagues. And make it to the big leagues. Shouldn't they have some sort of choice in where they go? Yeah. Yeah. Question mm-hmm. Has the draft been around from the beginning? No, not exactly. And that's a really good question. Let's bring us to the history of the NFL draft. So, okay. as I told you a long time ago, the NFL has been around in various forms since the 1920s. Okay, yeah. Um, and for about 15 years, things were going along pretty well. Yeah. The NFL was paying their players, but the wages were quite low. They Just like the NRL, they had to work a day job or whatever it was yeah. to make the ends yeah. meet. But as players started getting better and better at the game... They started commanding higher salaries, more money. Yeah. And there was a case where uh, in 1935, a man called Stan Koska, he was a really, really good running back for the University of Minnesota, and he knew how good he was. Yeah. So yeah. instead of him playing for his local team, yeah, he decided that he would hold out for the best contract. So whatever team was the highest bidder would be the one that gets him. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah. In a capitalist society, if so you're he, in demand, you should get more. he flew his credentials out there. And everyone knew who he was. Up. Everyone yeah. wanted him. Yeah. But there was no way of prioritizing who could sign. It was basically whoever could throw the most money big, at him. Yeah. Oh. This guy was interesting. Good on him. I did a bit of reading up on him. <laughs> Not only did he wait, he waited nine months. So the college season ended, he waited nine months. Yeah. Well into the next season was done. Yeah. He ended up getting a record contract. I believe it was from the Bears at the time. Good on your bears. But he also, in that time, was elected mayor of his town. What? Random. <laughs> After this, the league went, we can't have this. We no. will be ruined financially if Absolutely. we allow this to happen. So they all agreed that some sort of draft should be instituted. So it yeah. should be a, and exactly what you said. So from 1936 onwards, and since then, ever since 1936, wow. the draft has been held every year to pick the players for the NFL. That's huge. Yes. That's like 85, 90 years of drafting. It is. Wow. <laughs> it is. And it's only gotten bigger and bigger. So, yeah. um, you know, there's been various amounts of rounds. It's been as low as, I think it's been as low as like only a couple of rounds. And it's yeah. been as high as like, it's gone until like 16th round. Because yeah. in the old days, there wasn't what we call free agency. You couldn't just pick a player and agree, have him agree to a contract and sign him after his original contract was done. Yeah. yeah. Before it was just, if a guy, if you got drafted to a team, they had your rights for life there. You were, you were really? on their team unless you got so traded. You're you always with so them. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, nowadays seven rounds. So yeah. it goes through the order one through 32. Every team in theory has an opportunity to pick one player per round. Yeah. And it goes seven times. Wow. Okay, so in theory, each team will draft seven players. In theory. That's, <laughs> I that's like what this can happen. Theory that's been there is a around. lot of complication <laughs> around this. There's also, I'm not going to go into it on this podcast, but there's also things yeah. called, comp- uh, let me try and prepronounce this, compensatory picks, which <laughs> I'm not going to explain too much about. Yeah. <laughs> all in all, well over 200 players are drafted over three days. Yeah. Okay. But the first round is always the, the highlight because the they are intense. the 32, or in this yeah. year's case, 31. I'll explain why later. Yeah. Best players in all of football, according to what the teams think. Okay. Can I throw a question out there? Absolutely. Now, these 
young men are in the draft, 200 players. They're all Oh, there's more than 200 that declare. But okay, yeah. yeah. They're all from college football and international equivalent. Um, what, what's the so, criteria? How did they excellent. get there? Good question. That's the next point. Jordan Mailata is the great Australian player that plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, beast. Did not attend any university. Not yes. even in Australia. He played yeah. rugby league. Mm-hmm. But basically, the rule is you must have been out of high school for at least three years. Oh, right. So as soon as you graduate high school, there's a three-year countdown. Yeah. Now, there's never been a player that's not attended in the States anyway. There's never been a player that's like applied for an exemption or anything like that to try and reduce that. Yeah. It used to be in the old days, basically, they wouldn't pick anyone unless they had done their full degree. So they'd get the four-year in college as well. That's actually really smart. It well, it is, except on. think about this. Imagine you are a player playing at a really high injury position, mm. like running back. Yeah. One hit could end your family's chance at yeah. not just riches, but like getting out of really bad situations. We talked about this before. Yeah, a lot of these yeah. guys that get picked up by the universities, if they don't play football, they could be they could be in a really bad, bad state place. in terms yeah. of poverty and the rest of it. So there's a you know, lot of pressure right on these guys. Financially. But surely a degree of some sort would be yeah, but they're going for the big bucks. Yeah. Go for the big you bucks shoot and your load. go for it. You think about this too. Some of these young men have been scouted from the age of 8. And they've been told by everyone around them that they're great and they're going to be in the NFL they're yeah. and they're going to be able to buy whatever they want. And there's these dollar signs in their eyes. And yeah. it's easy to manipulate young men like that. Yeah, so true. you don't blame someone for coming out of college early without a degree because they know they're going to make yeah. tens of millions of dollars, maybe more in a career. Yeah, so true. I get why they do it, but you're right. A lot of them do go back and get their degrees later. Some yeah. still do get their degrees while they're playing. Yeah, that's um, huge. But definitely the money is the, the main motivator there. All right, so back to Jordan then. Mm. So what was his go? Like he just was like so, packing for three years? <laughs> no, he was... So his film went out there. Mm-hmm. So some scouts in Australia, like some rugby league scouts, yeah, sent some of his game, his game film over to some guys in America. And there's a an academy called ING in Florida and they train mainly they're a high school, but they also train NFL players and and people to get ready for, you know, the NFL. Um, and the, the NFL has a, what they call an international pathways program. So they bring in a certain amount of players from all around the world, whether Ah. that's, um, Germany, Africa, Australia, Great Britain, Mm -hmm. And they bring these guys on and they basically pay for them to train and for them to develop their skills because they're really good athletes. A lot of them come from rugby or AFL, for example, other sports. Some of them are just raw, incredible specimens of human beings. So Val Holmes was one. Jared Hain was another one. Well, I was going to ask about these training camps and this is what you're talking about. Exactly. So you'll see some of these guys go over as long as they meet that criteria, that Mm three-year rule. And Jordan Mailata was drafted. Yeah. So not many of those guys get drafted. They get picked up after the draft's over, and it's called yeah. an unrestricted free agent. So okay. those undrafted free agents can be signed by anyone. Yeah. 
Um, and again, that's what you were talking about, this 200 plus players who are yes. waiting to be drafted. If they don't get drafted, any team can then approach them with a contract later. And they say, have to okay. declare for the draft that they want to be drafted. So they actually have to yeah. register with the draft as a player that could be drafted. Not everyone does. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, exactly. On literally the second the draft ends on the Saturday in the States, yeah. the phones are on and agents are getting called saying, your guy didn't get drafted. We'd love to bring him on for yeah. a tryout. We'd love to sign him. Because Gosh, for whatever reason... Week. <laughs> they didn't get signed or they didn't get drafted. But yeah. sometimes the teams do this on purpose because if you're drafted, you get a guaranteed contract for yes. at least a couple of years. When I say guaranteed, I don't mean every dollar is guaranteed in that. I just yeah. mean you have a three or a four year or in some cases a five year contract. And potentially you have field time, right? You're going to be able to get out there, show your stuff and prove that you're meant to be in the big leagues. It's actually even more than that. And that's a really good point especially first-rounders, early first-rounders, there's a lot of pressure on the team to play that guy a lot because yeah. you just spent your top pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. The fans are crying out for them. They're yeah. new. They're exciting. Let's see how this guy does. Yeah, true. There's a lot of pressure to get those guys on the Stretch field as fast as possible. Yeah, true. So they don't want to let them slowly build up. They want them on the field now. They want yeah. to sell their jerseys now. They yeah. want the fans to know about them right now. So yeah. It's their shiny new toy. Let's yes, show it exactly off. right. It's the new the thing that's going to take their team to the next level sort of thing. So it's a very exciting time for fans. Yeah. Very quickly though, unfortunately the vast majority of these high picks, Mm -hmm. and when I say high, I mean first and second round picks, the early ones, they just don't make it for whatever reason. It could be injury. It could be maybe they weren't quite what they were expecting is scouting, which is the looking out for these players is still an inexact science. They can't say for sure who will be incredible and who won't. Otherwise, What's Absolutely. the point? It, it's easy. And there's so many uncontrollable factors as well. The team yep. that they go to, the weather conditions. Absolutely. There's so much family. Are they fitting in? Yep. The mental health side of it all. There's well, especially so think much about the, to take into account. The backgrounds of some of these young men. For example, let's say someone that comes from Alabama. Yeah. They played high school football in a small town in Alabama. They're yep. good enough to play for the University of Alabama, one of the best universities in all of the of the states. Yeah. Their only exposure to life outside of that program would be traveling to other games. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Exactly. Imagine you get drafted early on and you end up going to New York or Los Angeles or Oof. Las Vegas, one of these huge cities that has heaps totally going on. World. Yeah. And you've got a $10 million contract in your back pocket. What are you yeah. going to do? That pressure There's a lot is of temptation. And the temptation. That's right. There was just a story um, because in the States, just finally, unlike Australia, sports betting has become legal in most states. Mm-hmm. There's a story, kind of unrelated, but uh, five NFL players were just suspended, hmm. three of them for the whole year for betting on football. Really? They're betting on their own games potentially. Dodgy. No, no. Big time. Yeah. So there's a lot of temptation there for those young men, and yeah. they. Yeah, often will. That's one of the things that causes people to crash and burn sometimes. So, yeah, all right. That's the basic idea behind the draft. It is trying to get your team some good young players to try and rebuild from. Their yeah. contracts are usually a little cheaper than the veterans, which makes sense. And that was going to be just to squeeze in one more question before we yeah. go to a break. Uh, is it a set contract? Mm. So, as we said, Bears and Texans are going first well, and second. Not, but I'll explain that in a bit. 
Um, yeah. Do they have a set amount that they have to yes. offer? Okay. Right. So it's a it's a prorated contract system. So okay. the number one overall pick, the first guy gets the most, and it goes down bit okay. by bit as they yeah. go along. That's fair. Um, and then all the way through to the seventh round, the last round. Yeah. So every player has a certain guaranteed amount. It's a so, set amount. It doesn't change. There's no bonuses or anything extra. Yeah. So and it. In- theory the teams that are picking 30th 31st 32nd they've got the money to burn and it's like we want to. maybe they might <laughs> they might yeah you're right they Depends. might have blown if their they're that good they probably spend it on other players but True. that's a good point um the contracts yeah. are set in i remember 15 years ago maybe a little longer uh-huh. um the contracts for the first pick yeah. was huge like it, they had the other players complained about it to the point where they changed the whole structure of it because really? at one point if you're the first overall pick, yeah. you were getting paid more, maybe even twice as much as some of the veterans were on the team that had been there for Ooh. seven or eight years. They didn't and like again, that very much. That's going to cause controversy. It yes. sure does. It is. It's a totally different beast when money's involved. So yeah. great question. Yes, their contracts are decided on by their position where they're drafted. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So we will take a break. That's a basic rundown. It's not a, a whole history of all the draft and all the draft picks. I think we could spend a whole series talking about that and you would hate it and we wouldn't go anywhere with it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the ignorant wife version yeah, of the draft. It's the crash course in the NFL draft. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Remember to check us out, www.myignorantwife.com. Same thing with our email, myignorantwife at gmail.com, and our Twitter and our Facebook as well. Um, after the break, though, I do have a little game I'd like to play with you, just to give you a bit of a, a taste of the draft, a little bit of an idea of what it's about. Excellent. I got this. All right. <laughs> we'll see you in a sec. All right, and welcome back to My Ignorant Wife NFL Draft Edition. Woohoo! Got our first game. Of this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not actually going to take me out back and expect me to play this game. NFL. Take you out back. I mean, you know, throw the pigskin. Is that what No, you're putting say? on the pads and I'm going to... No. <laughs> That's a different show, guys. <laughs> now, this is a, a draft. We're actually going to try a draft. All right. All right. I'm hoping this goes where I think it will, but we'll see. <laughs> it's a bit of a thought experiment. Okay. So, as I said... The way the draft works is each team selects one after the other to pick the player that they want. When that player is picked, that's their player. No one else can pick that player. Okay. They're gone off the board. Yes. Yeah. Let's assume okay. that we're having our own special kind of draft. Oh, okay. And this draft is the animal draft. <laughs> now... All it's called is the animal draft. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. (laughs) You have the overall number one pick. You didn't drop the ball at the end of the season and win the last game. I didn't win the last game, lobby. So here's what I'd like you to do. Give me your animal and tell me why. First overall, you're on the clock. Any animal. It's the animal draft. You have the first overall selection. You have two minutes to make your selection. Okay. Animal draft, two minutes. Biggest selection. Ugh. Let's go with a grizzly bear. Now, you'll notice. I didn't say this was the deadliest animal. I didn't give you a reason <laughs> or a rhyme or a... You didn't say if it was in or out of water. That's I didn't what say crossed anything. my mind. I, didn't, I just said it's the animal draft. <laughs> okay. 
Now, if I had said something different, if I had said to you, this is the, which animal would you most want to have in a desert in Australia? <laughs> Grizzly bear probably wouldn't be the one you'd pick. You've done so well. Or, exactly, if I had said, which animal would <laughs> you want ocean. in the middle of the ocean? Yes. I actually my, thought about blue whale for a minute too. Yeah. And my point here <laughs> is the NFL draft seems like a very broad but simple mm. idea. Mm-hmm. You pick your players, you want to get better. True. You get one selection per round, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. It is a lot more complicated than that because you have to think of a whole bunch of things. Yeah. You have to think of who do we want at this spot? Yeah. yeah. Who do other teams want at this spot? Oh, that's a bit dodge. What positions are we in need of? Yes. Do we pick a player we need or do we pick the best player that's there? Ooh. What will happen if we pick a player at the same position as someone else and they get pissed off that we picked them? Yeah. What happens to the dynamics in a team if we pick a player that has character issues? There's a lot of politics behind There's the scenes There's a lot there. going on. Yeah. And what happens if we pick a player that the fans haven't been clamoring for, looking for? Mm-hmm. Mm. So He's you can see, gel. if you don't have a very tight idea yeah. of exactly what you're looking for, the draft can become very messy very quickly for teams. Yeah. And one more thing I want to add into that is, you said earlier, you picked your two seeds, the Bears yeah. and the Texans having the top two um, picks. Yeah. On Thursday, mm-hmm. the Bears do not pick first. When do they pick? They trade it out. So they actually traded with the Carolina huh? Panthers, <laughs> and they gave their pick to Carolina to pick first in in a trade with Carolina, and they got a player and a number of other draft picks. So it's another complication. What? You don't have to pick a player. <laughs> you can actually give your selection to another team in exchange for other pieces. Draft picks, players, whatever. So, wait, so, wait. Yeah, so, here we go. <laughs> Hold on. So the Bears gave the Panthers mm-hmm. their, their number, number one, one overall pick, draft pick mm-hmm. for a player, uh-huh. and an extra pick and Carolina's in the round. number one, like first round pick. So Carolina was okay. picking later in the round. I yeah. believe it was like so they just section eleven or something. They switched order. picks, but because that number one overall pick is worth so much more, yeah. Caroline had to throw some extra. Sweeten the deal with a player. So Oy. this year, poor player. I believe there are four teams that have two selections in the first round. What? And there are the equal amount of teams that have no, I think five teams have no Wait, so first round picks. A lot of teams have done this. It's not just these guys that have sweetened this deal. Wait, what have the Texans done? Well, I have good news for you. Okay. The Texans are still sitting at number two. Oh, good. But they have another pick, number 18, later on in the round. Oh. So how does that... they have two players they can pick in the first round, which is good for them. That's great. It but is. how does that even, how did that come about? There's a lot of things that happen, trades. Yeah. Um, so who was picking number 18? I'm going to have to do some research here. You might have Actually, to. Actually, don't know, don't care. My boys get two picks <laughs> First round. I believe they have two. I don't think they have three. <laughs> Some teams have had three before. Wow. Um, that's and really one team good. doesn't have any selections at all in the first round. And that's the Miami Dolphins. They were oh. supposed to. Oh, they, got fined. they got fined. They were trying to get Tom Brady when he was off contract. And they got a first round pick taken off them. <laughs> For Tom 
Brady. Yeah. Are you kidding? No. Guys, let him go. This is before he unretired, too. Was... Oh, no. Anyway. So, oh, naughty. I guess the whole point behind the game that I had you play here was mm. it sounds like a simple thing. You're just picking your players you want to play for you. Yeah. And each team gets a turn. But it's not yeah. that simple. And on Friday for us, Thursday night for everybody else. Yeah. It's never as simple as just pick the best player. There's yeah. always head scratchers. People always go, why did you pick that guy? Or why did you trade yeah. back? Or whatever you decide to do. But there's a lot going on in the background. Can I ask as well? Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of research that goes into who Heaps. are they going to pick. Yeah. And they need to know about all the players that are available who have signed on for the draft picking. Is it the coach alone that makes this decision? Mm. Or it's his whole team and the board of directors and la di da da Excellent Who makes question. the decision? Who makes that vote? Another factor in drafting. Yeah. Now, most teams have a general manager and they are the person in charge of player personnel. So they yeah. they hire coaches, they hire yeah. all of the staff in the football yeah. side of it. They sign contracts for players along with their team. They would yeah. have a team of guys yeah. help them with that and, and ladies. Um, but this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Some teams, like the New England Patriots, for example, mm-hmm. have legendary coaches like Bill Belichick, yeah. who, while they're they're technically a coach, they're also a GM. They play both roles. Oh, right. So they actually are kind of like just it's like the no boss of everybody. <laughs> they yeah. do it all. And this has happened, and it's yeah. only the best coaches that get to do this, but often they do quite well because if you have one man in the chair, mm-hmm. there's no second guessing. It's my way or the highway, and that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. In other cases, like the uh, Cowboys, Mm -hmm. their general manager is their owner. So the guy that owns the team also makes all the decisions. Now, ultimately, really, that's the same for every other team in the NFL, technically. The owner does write the checks. They technically have the final word. But he's literally there overseeing But he is literally the man that makes the choices. Yeah. Which can be very strange in that building, I'm sure, sometimes. It's stressful, too. Ultimately, a good, well-run team has a a combination of people making these choices. You'll have the coach, yeah. the scouts, the offensive coordinator, whoever it is, and the owner all working together to make decisions on them. Yeah. And the best owners usually say, look, I'm the owner of the team. I make really good money from this, but I'm going to leave the football to the people that know it. I've employed you for this reason. That's right. I am delegating. Here you go. That said, think about... And they're all men. Think yeah. about these men that own these teams. Yeah. They're billionaires. They hey, can have whatever they want, but they th- can't buy Super Bowls. Yeah, sure. And when they want something, yeah. like a player, like a quarterback, they will put their foot down and say, you will draft this player or I'm going to fire you. Oh, geez. And it's happened before. That's murky. That's yucky. Also, just got to correct you on that one. Some of them are widows who own the teams. <laughs> there's co-owners i think there's, oh, yeah right. anyway i'm not this is just it is a sexist oh, no, no, world no, no, it, is it is what it is, it is. <laughs> um but you're right that's a good point yeah. who makes a choice yeah. ultimately the gm should yeah. but consultation with everyone and sometimes they get stepped on by the owner it and happens. having pressure applied when it shouldn't be yeah and there's mm-hmm. other and one other interesting thing and this is what your boys are facing is they have a brand new head coach a young coach in d'amico mm-hmm. ryan's yeah and they've had a GM, Nick Casario, who's been there for a little while now, mm. who in the last two years has gone through, or three years, has gone through three coaches. Yes. 
GMs usually don't get to fire three coaches yeah. and keep their job. So And you can't say this was the long-term goal when he no. came in. No, so, not really. Yeah. So there's a lot of fire under his butt right now. Yeah. A lot of people are thinking D'Amico Ryans. He's brand new, but he might have kind of the room and he might yeah. be able to be quite heavily invested in what the Texans do. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Right. Before we take our next break, I just want to throw a couple of names at you. Okay. Oh, and I'm not going to tell you anything about them. <laughs> But I want you to tell me of the names that I give you. Okay. Who would you be your top pick? Okay, my number one for my draft. Got it. At least your top Wait, name pick. Me as in a Texan or me as in the Panthers who are going first? You as in, I'm going to read these names and whichever one you <laughs> like the best you pick. All right, here we go. I picked a couple of good ones. All and right. no order, no particular order in whether they're really good or not. They're just cool names that I saw and I thought you might like them too. All right, so, deal. Let's go through them. We've got Osiris Torrance. Osiris. We've got Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. We've got Tank Dell. Tank. Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. I can't even remember any more than that now. <laughs> Who have I got? I've got Osiris. I've got Flower Man. I've got Tank. Yeah. Who was the other one? Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. Oh my gosh, there's too many names. Keely Ringo. Oh my gosh. Demoro Ajomo. Demoro. I can't even. Sorry, Demoro. <laughs> Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Rez John Wright. Okay. And Caillou Blue Kelly. Caillou Blue Kelly. Um, all right, so you're asking me who I would draft. If, if this out of was these a guys. name draft, like right. we're doing name bets on horses, who's going to win this one? You could even run me like a first four if you want. I feel like you're thinking I'm going to go with something that like you've thrown in there as a curveball. But... They're all real. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my first pick would be Osiris. Osiris Torrance. It, not just because you said it first. But I just think he's got a bit of grub to him. Ah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Osiris would be number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Again, am I looking for defensive or offensive? You or don't even kicker? know what position they play. No. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you say kicker. A kicker. Oh, you really are ignorant to this. My goodness. Um, the next one would be Ringo. Keely, Keely Ringo. Ringo. Yeah. Yep. yep. So Osiris followed by Ringo. And to wrap up my trifecta, I would go with Kai Blue Kelly. All right. Take that to the bank, ladies and gentlemen. Kai Blue Kelly. If you're going to put money on the top three picks of the draft, it's Osiris Torrance, Keely Ringo. Keely Ringo. And Caillou Blue Kelly. Caillou Blue Kelly. Please don't put money on those. (laughs) What do you mean? They're sitting high. They're sitting pretty, right? They're not. But anyway, they have wonderful names. (laughs) We're going to take one more really quick break, and then we're going to get to the most important part of the podcast. What are the Houston Texan Bulls going to do in the 2023 NFL Draft? All right, welcome back (laughs) to my ignorant wife, NFL Draft Edition 2023 NFL draft takes place this upcoming Thursday in America. 
And our Friday morning. Friday morning. Draft it up. Get your tickets. Get your books out. Get your notepads. Mm-hmm. Get your money out. Wallets. I don't know. What else do you do for a draft? Pour a drink. Have a People hot dog. People go there. They just sit there and yes. cheer. Do they boo. do the whole like barbecue thing? It's a whole thing. They got, really? they got Fall Out Boy playing. And where is it? It's in Kansas City. So the, ah. the Super Bowl champions are hosting it. Doesn't okay. always work that way, but it is this time. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. there'll be lots of celebrations of Kansas City. And is it two or three days? So Black Tie event? Starts 8 p.m. Eastern time. Right. Um, Thursday night. Just the first round. Okay. The second and third rounds, I believe, are on the Friday. And then the Saturday has the rest of the round. Okay, yeah. And I bet they just Second, rush through by fourth. then. Yeah. <laughs> just like, let's just get through these names. Well, two min- every team has two minutes per pick. Oh, right. Okay. So yeah. you can take the full two minutes to either make your pick or try and trade your pick. And if you run out of time, you're Wait. any uh, the next team can pick. Hold on. You don't lose your pick, but the you next team can You just said or trade. Yeah. Within the two minutes. So you're literally up there and they're saying, hey, it's your turn to pick. And they're like... Somebody... Anyone want it? And then some yeah. teams would be like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, I'll take this guy from your team and this. Yep. That's that exactly happens it. Sure. within that two minutes? Yep. That's insane. <laughs> Usually before the draft, there are some agreements. Yes. But it depends on what happens in the draft. If a player goes when they're not expected to, yeah. then the whole thing can get messed up. So there's been times <laughs> in the past, most famously the Minnesota Vikings number of years ago, mm-hmm. their two minutes pass because they're trying to trade their pick and two other teams jump them <laughs> so the next team picked before they could get their pick in and the next team picked before they so, could get theirs in hold on as soon as a team picks it then gets passed on to the next guy even if the two minutes hasn't been used up the next team if they're ready they can yep. pick as soon as it hits their within clock. seconds yep. yep and that's what happened and twice then it goes to the next team straight away at any time this wow. is the vikings at any time they could have put their pick in but they couldn't they couldn't figure it out they couldn't figure out who they wanted to pick because they were trying to trade it and they couldn't get trade people that's ridiculous just yeah. say a name at that the point. fans were going bananas they were going oh my bonkers. gosh like, what are you doing okay so two other teams jumped the trade line because they were like i don't know what i'm doing and then did they call out a name they just still had their two they eventually running, picked right? a player after two of the teams oh, jumped them. so so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of embarrassing, we're going to talk about the Houston Texan Bulls now. Hey, so, good segue. <laughs> now, off air, you surprised me because you said something that I really was a bit <clears throat> surprised about. <clears throat> Cam's words, I'm paraphrasing here, but she said, <laughs> how do you know I'm going to be cheering for the Texan Bulls this year? I'm just playing devil's advocate. You never know what might happen in the draft. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. I, we'll You're just, being my father. Me? You're me. being my father. You are bandwagon <laughs> jumping right now. The footsteps of my father-in-law. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, Texans fans. Hey, ease up. This is a drafting podcast. Mm. We'll wait and see what happens. All right. Well, <laughs> let us talk really quickly about the Texans. So the Texans actually are in a still in a good place. They had the second the overall pick. Yeah. Would have been better if they had the first, but they had the second. Yeah. And the story of this year's draft is there are a number of 
really good quarterbacks in the draft. Now, <laughs> sorry, Mills. <laughs> sorry, Mills. Davis Mills is definitely not the quarterback of the future. He looks like a good, solid backup, somebody yeah. you want on your team, but he's not the guy that's going to win you games. So I'm going to yeah. give you a couple of names just quickly of okay. players that the Texans are thinking about. Okay. And they could go after. Can so, I just ask, Panthers are going first. Yes. Are they looking for a quarterback as they well? Are. Ooh. Yes. Okay, so we might get second fiddle to this. That's right. right so hit me up. Panthers, it's been back and forth. There are four quarterbacks, five if you want to count Hendon Hooker, who was on our list. Okay. But the four quarterbacks that are at the top of the list are Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, um, Will, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson. Those are the four top guys. Okay. Not in any particular order. Okay. It's almost guaranteed, based on all the reporting, that it looks like the Panthers are gonna select Bryce Young. Who looks like a young. really good player. Yeah. Except he's five foot ten. Oh he's oh he's a So big. as a quarterback, that is a small person. Yeah. yeah. He's also barely two hundred pounds. He's a pocket rocket. He is. Yeah. Really good player. A lot of people are concerned, is he gonna be able to handle the hits mm. in the NFL? Because it's just it's huge it's, men. It's alright. They have padding. Well, they do. <laughs> so a lot of people think the Panthers are going to take him. The Texans mm. really like him. They would love to have him, but it doesn't mm. look like he's going to fall to them. So yeah, there are a couple of options. There's rumors the Texans won't take a quarterback at all. What? Yeah, exactly. They're taking a quarterback. Sorry. They need to. That's a BS. There's <laughs> rumors they're going to try and trade back. What's that? So they'll give their second pick to another team that wants ah. somebody because they're not quite sure which quarterback they want. Don't do what those other guys did <laughs> and waste your two minutes. No. <laughs> there is a quarterback called CJ Stroud. I he, was going to say Stroud. That's who they're going to go with. He's looked, he originally was potentially tagged to be to the Panthers. They really yeah. liked him, but then, you know, things happen. And Don't say personality thing. We had personality issues last personality. year. He got personality thing. out. Yeah, personality hey. stuff. Stroud, um, pull your head in. Be happy. He, where you're at. He's fallen down quite a bit, actually. And now Will mm. Levis mm. is looking like he might be that number two pick for the Texans. Mm-hmm. And I think if they pick Will Levis, they're making a massive mistake. And I'll what? tell you why. The player that the Texans should take, in my opinion, is Anthony Richardson. Okay. He's six foot four, 240 pounds, and he runs faster than wide receivers do. Yes, he's a no-brainer. <laughs> he can throw the ball 80 yards. Mind you, I don't know much about the other fellas, but he ticked a lot of boxes in that 10 seconds. <laughs> I think the Texans are a team that needs to take a bit of a risk with their quarterback because yeah. what else do they have? We've been playing way too safe with our quarterback. We need to mix it up. Yeah. So I'd love to up. see them go after Richardson. I think he's yeah. worth that second overall pick. Yeah. Stroud is probably more ready, like yeah. as in ready to be a quarterback now. But if you're looking for the future, I think Richardson mm. has the most A big risk, him. potential, yeah, develop him. But it's really interesting. This is the funny thing about the way the media covers it. It's such a big deal because think about mm. it. NFL season ends. What else is the NFL media going to talk about for yeah. months yeah, true. Super Bowl ended so in the February. the rumors are flying around. The so personalities no one... are coming out. And they yeah. don't actually know these people. So no. you feel bad for them too. You do. Yeah. All I know is this year, mm. for the first time in a while, no one really knows what's going to happen. Which makes this yeah, 2023 true. draft very, very exciting. 
So there's no one that's a real standout. All teams, hand down, want this guy. Bryce Young looks like the closest to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, still big question marks. His size is a big deal. Yeah, true. There are a few other really good players that aren't quarterbacks that are in the in the uh, draft, but yeah. a lot of people think overall it's a weak draft. It's not the best draft that they've had in a while. Interesting. But there's no Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was like, yeah. he was going number one as soon as he declared. Yeah. Everyone knew he was number one. Yeah. So. But you know what else? That's a lot less pressure and stress on these guys for them to actually show and shine on the field. So that's and good. Just last thing, I think, before we make a move. You mentioned it just briefly, but you got to think about when these players get drafted by these teams, they mm. need something around them to help them succeed. Yeah. The Texans are still pretty early in their rebuilding of their team. Their <laughs> offense and their defense mess. have a lot of holes that they need to fill up. Yeah. Would it surprise me if they didn't pick a quarterback? No, honestly. Because yeah. their head coach is a defensive guy. He might just want to load up on defense because their defense isn't very good. And isn't his background in defense? It is. Especially he was a defense coordinator for the yeah. 49ers. Yeah. I think they pick quarterback. I think they should pick quarterback, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they don't. Mm. But mm. one thing is for sure for your boys, yep. hopefully still your boys, <laughs> they can go a long way towards getting better pretty quickly because they have a lot of draft picks. And mm. if they make good ones, it could be a big deal for them yeah. accelerating their chances of getting better. I'm going to have to see how many draft picks they've got. Yeah. <laughs> what we've got to play around with. If yeah. if that's who I'm going for. We'll wait and see. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for this special edition of the NFL draft podcast. Thanks for drafting it to me. No worries. <laughs> I'm going to try and get you to watch some of it. It doesn't take not, too long. Not it's three only, days. Just the first day. Just the first day. It's just the first round. It's it's only takes a couple hours. It's not crazy. Oh my gosh, it's just like the game. It is. But um, yeah. See how your boys do. I'm excited. Yeah. It's it is my favorite day of the year. It's even I like it even better than Super Bowl to be honest. Someone's feeling a bit of man flu. Come on. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what happens there. Um, but um. Yeah, if you like what we're doing, check us out mygnerandwife.com. Go on our Facebook. Um, shoot us an email, like, Twitter, share, the whole thing. Flick us something new. Yeah. Yep. And ask um, us a question. Tell us who you would pick as your number one. Ah, uh, great one. That might be a poll question for us. And um, check out what we're doing on the other side with the NRL as well. Let us know how we're going with that. And um, and also we will be live tweeting the on draft. draft day. That's mm-hmm. the idea. So check us out then, and have a great night. Keep it together. Mm-hmm.